Hello. Hello. My, My name, name is Matt. Abigail. <laughs> All right. You do usually go first. Yeah, right? That what was were you my doing? bad. That was my bad. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but sometimes you, like, pause and look at me and wait. Oh, okay. So, I'm sorry. All right, well, this is the Polyglot Progress Podcast. Welcome. Oh, man, we're changing it up. Episode 11. It's a, it's a new season. We have a video now because people oh, yeah, look at this. to want that. Video. Um, you get to see the strangeness of my dorm room currently. There is literally a full equipment cart behind me. Do you want to um, show them? Can you show them? I, I mean, it's here. <laughs> it's nice. I literally have no space. I like. I'm not a claustrophobic person, but I feel like I I sit down on my desk here because I've got a loft bed, and I'm so I'm like under my bed and pushed into my desk because of this like equipment cart, and I'm just like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> so, so uh, yep, we now a video, and so this is something we're gonna try. Um, I'm using a streaming program to record this. So hopefully in the future I will be able to, uh, I will be able to stream this live along with other live streams. So yes, that is the plan. Um, you you had some cool news you wanted to share. Would you like to share uh, the conversation you had yesterday? You were just talking about. Yeah. So um, last night. I got to have a conversation in Spanish. Um, we do have a jump now. Last week in the podcast, I was saying I might join Matt in learning Spanish. It happened. I'm now learning Spanish. <laughs> um, I reached like the peak of my stress like last Wednesday or something. Um, and so naturally, how I handled the stress that I was feeling, I started to learn Spanish. <laughs> it might have been Thursday, actually, I think, when I like was like peak stressed and was like, mm -hmm. let's, let's learn Spanish. Um, so I did that. I've now filmed my film. I have to be on some other sets, but... I do have less things to worry about now, like significantly less, because a lot of planning goes into a film, and now that it's filmed, I can relax a bit. So Spanish is a thing that I've been doing, and last night I like mentioned it because someone was like, I, I don't even know how it came up, but I, I mentioned how I got so stressed that I started to learn Spanish, and everyone was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, this is what I do. Um, and so then... A girl in my class uh, just started speaking to me in Spanish, like That's really so basic cool. Spanish, which I was thankful for. She just like asked me like what my name was and like like slow and clearly too, since I said that I just started. And we we did have a nice little conversation because we were we were in class, so it was like break time or whatever. Um, and so we had a nice. She asked me where the bibli <laughs> where the library was, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't, I know what you're asking. I don't know how to tell you to get to the library. <laughs> like, I, I don't have an answer. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was nice though. We had a, a nice little chat. So I've, I've gotten to use my Spanish now, which is cool. Like, like less than five days in, I was already using my Spanish, which is nice. That's um, so cool. And then today I had my first French class, which isn't, uh, I just got really blue. <laughs> I don't know why that away. is. I don't know what just happened. Oh, here, wait, I'm warming up again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I had my first French class today, which isn't really a class. We're running it as an independent study, but there are two other students also doing the independent study. So um, we met up without the professor because he's he's busy, and that's why it has to be an independent study. So, but the three of us met up today. And we started the textbook. Um, 
that they'd like used the first half in because I'm in advanced French too. So advanced French one covers like the first half of the textbook. So we started like chapter six or something. Um, but we got through a bit of that. Um, chatted a bit in French, like got off topic from time to time. Um, but it was nice to just kind of use that again because I haven't spoken French really. Like I've spoken a little bit of French with Matt, but um, he's like like Matt's level is really good, but it's also still pretty basic compared to like the amount that I've studied. I see. I was trying to find a nice way to say that. Thank you. So I do try and like like tone my French down a bit when I talk to Matt. Just you so shouldn't he can understand. though. Well, I I throw in some words from time to time, and then you're like what <laughs> and um so I keep it like a nice level of learning new things mm -hmm. but so it was nice to have people that were like actually like advanced to speak to and I know I could be paying for like I talk you lessons and doing that but I just haven't so I haven't spoken French in like since the spring pretty much and even then it was kind of minimal because my class just kind of prepared for our exam and then kind of messed around a bit so mm -hmm. it was nice to like have full-on French again, and I definitely am very rusty, and I knew that going in, but it, it felt nice to, like, as we spoke, like, I could feel, like, my brain moving again, um, so it's good. That's so cool. Um, I, I realize we haven't said the topic of this week, which is, um, tips for self-study. Well, yeah, so, we were just having a nice little, no, I was telling no, you guys yeah, about no. my week, Matt. <laughs> I know, um, and that, you can read the title, too. Oh, I forgot there's a title. Um, I also wanted to mention, I, I too, have had, like, semi-conversations in Spanish. I mentioned, I mentioned to a Cuban friend of mine that I am now, I, that I said in Spanish, uh, what did I say? I said, aprendo español ahora. And she got so excited and, like, rambled off something in Spanish at me. Um, she said, well, I think she said, Cuantos dias aprendiste? And I didn't know how to answer her. Um, but I said in English a few days, and then I go like, "I'm sorry, um, I don't know how to answer how to answer." But and she's like, "But you understood," and I was like, "Yeah." And so I've been having a ton of fun going through uh, teach yourself Latin American Spanish. I've gotten into using uh, Hello Talk, and I've I had a conversation with somebody last night that was so cool. Um, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and I'm actually going to try to book a lesson on italki later, and hopefully that will go well, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to start using Teach Yourself Spanish, because I also own that book, but I, like, I bring my, like, some of my language books with me to school, like, they're actually right in front of me. It would have made a nice background for the podcast, but I don't <laughs> have anywhere else to put my laptop. Um, but I didn't bring my Spanish book. Like, I left all my Spanish stuff at home because I, like, kind of need... I can't bring all my stuff, so I kind of base it off of what I'm feeling then. And, like, since I'm planning on taking a CEFR exam for German, I brought, like, all my German stuff, which apparently I have a lot of. So um, that kind of took up a bit of space. And I didn't have my Spanish book, so I had to text my mom and be like, can you put... what?" Because she's sending me a care pack package soon with some other things that I need. So I was like, could you just add colloquial Latin American Spanish? <laughs> I, I got stressed and started learning it. And she was like, all right, it's in the box. <laughs> like, like just my mom at this point is like, no questions asked. She's like, this one? Like, I, which Spanish book is it? Is it the one with this cover? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, it's in the box. <laughs> like, um, 
Oh so God. I've just kind of been using Duolingo, but it's been nice because I've been doing the French to Spanish course, even though mm -hmm. I was partway through the tree in, on the English to Spanish, but then I was like, wait a minute, I could do French to Spanish. So that's what I've been doing. That's so um, cool. So it's been nice to be like laddering languages for once because I've yeah. wanted to do that for a while, but I haven't really had the correct resources to do it. So I, I follow an Instagram account um, which teaches German from Spanish, and so that's a good way I ladder it but it's very passive because it's just on Instagram mm -hmm. but um I've been looking to get um language uh courses uh to ladder uh languages with German so I've been on like amazon.de just like searching random languages on there um and I found a whole bunch of books in Spanish so maybe I'll get my hands on those I really want to get through uh teach yourself first um but but yeah that's that's my plan I think I I definitely want to ladder with German because that's my strongest I think yeah, I want to start with this laddering, and then I'm hoping to maybe switch after that. Like, French definitely is my strongest, but I, I'm thinking maybe if I can get my German a little higher, I can push myself to then ladder from German or something, which isn't anywhere near as strong as my French, but maybe if I start laddering, start with the basics, I can eventually work my way up to using German as a ladder language, or Spanish if I get there or whatever. I would, I would love to use, like, a third or fourth language as a ladder language. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah, I'd really like to start doing more laddering languages because that opens up more resources for me to yeah. use and also it'll just improve other, like I have a hard time keeping up with other languages when mm -hmm. I'm focused on one. So because there's that problem of like don't learn more than one at once, but also yep. like then when I am focused on one, I kind of neglect every other language. Yeah, definitely. So. And that's that's been something I'm trying to avoid with Spanish. Like in getting into Hello Talk, I've been like, okay, I should not just focus on Spanish. I should try to get a German conversation going. I should maybe I'm talking to someone in French now. Um, I'm like maybe get some Norwegian and Esperanto up in here. Um, so that's something I've been taking notice of lately as well. But I also um, do think that there are benefits to focusing on just one. Of course, I, we've discussed this before in that you make progress quicker. And that's what I've been seeing with um, with Spanish as of right now, because that's where a lot of my focus is. And like, I'm understanding so much very quickly um, and I'm enjoying that. So I like I don't want to see that stop. Yeah, I've definitely taken a new approach recently, which is um, having certain like goals for myself and certain like one pro like a project or two that I'm focused mainly mm -hmm. on and so that's like my main language but then also having goals for past languages to kind of keep them up with the exception of like I don't have all my languages necessarily that I've studied on there like I don't currently have any Bulgarian goals because I don't have a ton of time so I do have to be selective yeah and currently like I have reasons where like German I do want to take an exam and also we're going to Europe and are going to be yeah. speaking German and French so like I that's one that I need to keep up with and have as a priority and like get more advanced in and I'd also like to learn a bit more Esperanto because we might be doing a passport servo so like mm -hmm. just kind of a thing where like out of necessity like I don't need Bulgarian at the moment yeah so um that one's kind of been put on hold and while I'd love to keep my level the way it is impossibly advance it now is just currently not the time for that project maybe mm -hmm. over the summer no definitely and so with that i guess let's move in to our tips for self-study transition because that is a nice bridge that That's that was an what awesome I'm bridge doing with my self-study right now um so for some background um personally most of the language stuff i've done has been through self-study mm-hmm 
Um, I took French in school for five years, and now I'm taking kind of taking it right now. Like I said, it's an independent study, so I'm also, it is sort of a self-study thing. It's like a hybrid almost. Like, we've got a course book, but at the same time, like, we don't have any instructions as to what we have to do. So I guess it is mainly self-study. I just have people to do it with. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I took French for five years in school. I took, like, random small amounts of Spanish and Mandarin in school as well. Um, the Mandarin was literally, Mandarin. like, we had two quarters of it, but they weren't next to each other in the semester. It was, like, quarter one and three or something were Mandarin. But then we only had it two days of a six-day rotation. So, like, the other days we had this class called Student Success where you had to learn how to, like, be organized and take notes. Oh, my god! Um, this was in seventh grade, by the way. So, like, they were, like, Jeez. it's preparing you for middle school or whatever. And ended up, my class was, like, a guinea pig class for it. So, like, they canceled it after my year. Basically. <laughs> oh my they were, like, yeah, Student Success isn't worth it. Like, we're just going to start languages. Like, you pick your language now when you're going into seventh grade. So, like, people start, like, French or Spanish or Chinese or whatever then. But oh for goodness. us, we had, like, this weird thing where two quarters we'd have Spanish and the other quarters we'd have a mix of student success with two days of Mandarin. So I, I literally learned no Mandarin <laughs> because, like, you just, yeah. Um, and other than that, I haven't had any languages in school. Um, all my others have been self-studied and... Um, the ones, if you're new here, I have taught myself German to like a B2 level-ish. I think it's, I'm really rusty, so all these have gone down, but at their high, at their peak, um, German was like a B2, I guess. Bulgarian is probably like an A1, A2. I'm really not that great at Bulgarian. Um, I, I mean, I did manage to have a conversation in it, but like, I, 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 like, I know my level is quite basic in Bulgarian. Um, and then... Esperanto. I have no idea where Esperanto is at. Maybe like B1 or something. Yeah, because that one, like, once you start refreshing it, it like rocket boosts. Yeah. Like everything um, builds upon itself. I think that's all itself. the ones that I could like really count as a level. I've self studied other things briefly as well, like Italian and ASL and like Arabic and Japanese, what? but um, never to like an actual level where I can even have conversations with people. And currently, studying Spanish so yeah I, I just want to ask like, what do you think your most successful um <clears throat> self-study is it doesn't it doesn't matter like um if you can still speak the language but um because like, like obviously you need to the keep one up that I it. was most successful in at the time mm -hmm. um like as I would think for you that would probably be Bulgarian really or or German maybe because I uh, wait why uh, just I, I think Bulgarian Why because, would you say that one? <clears throat> I think Bulgarian because you were so determined to not miss a day in the Ad One Challenge, and mm. that forced you to study every day. But at the same time, I think it took away from your joy of the language. So I don't know how successful it was in terms of you wanting to learn the language at that point, but you feeling like you had to. And um, well, also I guess it depends on what you'd call success. Because the thing is, is yeah. like did you when you ask which I'm most successful in. Like, I guess I did study the most with Bulgarian. Like, I think Bulgarian is what I've put the most effort into mm -hmm. out of anything. But it's also the language I've struggled with the most. I have had such... A, and I think it's just that Slavic languages are just, like, so different. Yeah. And so, like, my 
problem wasn't even my typical struggle. Like, usually I have a bit of trouble remembering, like, grammar rules and stuff. Like, I really enjoy grammar, but I have the hardest time making it stick and, like, being able to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, But with Bulgarian, I couldn't remember words. Like, I've never had trouble with vocabulary, and, like, I couldn't, like, basic words, I, I just couldn't remember. And I think it's because, like, German and French and Esperanto and everything, they're so close to English that even, that it's, like, close enough that I can, like, relate it to things and remember it and stuff. Um, But, like, or I've heard it somewhere or something, so I can be like, oh, yeah, that just means this. Mm -hmm. But, like, Bulgarian was just so different that I had such a hard time, like, remembering even basic words. So, like, that one is my lowest level language, I'd say. So, like, if you want to go by, like, what I learned the fastest or anything, I mean, then it would definitely be Esperanto, but also that's designed to be easy to learn. So, so like, if we're not going to count Esperanto, like, I think I've had the most success with, like, German, probably. Yeah, I would think so, Because I did get to, like, a pretty high speaking point pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, I guess I did put the most work into Bulgarian, so I guess it would just depend on what you wanted to use to measure like success mm-hmm. in my self-study projects. Totally, and um, something I, I something I think that Ad One definitely taught me, and it's one of one of the uh, pieces of advice I wanted to give today, is that um, self-study doesn't necessarily mean you're alone. It doesn't. Mm, that was that's on my list yeah, too. It was um. I wrote a little something that is, um, there are so many people around the world who are learning the same language um, as you, or who speak it, and language learning doesn't have to be a solitary activity unless you want it to be one. Um, and obviously this has to do, depending on your goals in the language, do you just want to read in the language, you want to listen to music, or is your goal to be able to converse with people and have friends on Skype and hear someone in the street and strike up a conversation with them? Um, Obviously, these differ from person to person, and the advice we give here is going to have to be taken into account for your goals. You're not obviously just don't take the goals we say and do them. You need to come up with those yourself. Um, but like again, another thing I said is make goals, have an end game in mind. Um, though of course, language learning is a lifelong thing, and there's really no end game. Um, you you want to be able to feel proud of yourself because. Um, Azrin, the language nerd, if you know him on YouTube, he made a video recently about negative self-talk on Instagram, and that's something that polyglots, I think, and just language learners struggle a lot with because um, you're so exposed to hearing so many people who can speak it so much better than you um, that you're going to be afraid to talk at all. And so you got to be afraid. You got to be. Um, you have to be ready to fail and ready to mispronounce or get the gender of a word wrong or conjugate something wrong. And you need to slowly train yourself to be open to corrections and whatnot. This is something I, I have a, a viewer of Polyglot Progress who I've become friends with. He corrects my German grammar all the time, and we only like talking German all the time. And I'm totally fine with it because I, I understand that I make mistakes, and that's it's not going to stop me from trying to speak the language, but it's it's going to help me learn in the future. And that's something um, that I think is very important, is being able to take criticism but also um, knowing that you're doing the best you can and not letting criticism stop you in that sense. Yeah, I also um, had, like, I I think something that I'm coming to almost even as I was, 
like writing these things and as we're having this podcast right now is that you can't actually do a self-study by yourself um yep we're planning on making a podcast in the future about um like language like having like a language buddy or learning a language with a partner and whether it helps or not but um even i feel like that's a different discussion like there's that as an option but also even if you are completely by yourself i think you need other people like you need to be able to commit time to this and like that's part of why like i spent like my german project ran like seven months or something i'm gonna say like Mm -hmm. but i don't think i put more than like three and a half to four months of effort into it Mm. so it didn't end up being much longer than my bulgarian project i just would go like stretches of time without doing anything because i wasn't like i was committed to it but not enough i did not force myself to like sit down and get stuff done Mm -hmm. and um like force is kind of a strong word but like i didn't I didn't, like, make sure that I was doing things every day. I, like, definitely prioritized other things that, like, even I might not have necessarily needed to. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely could have put more work into it. Um, and so, like, like, it helps to have something to be committed to. And so I'd say that you should find, like, a group or a partner or something. And either you can choose to learn with them, like what my French class is doing right now. There's three of us. We're holding, like, little mini-classes together. We are saying, this is what the homework is, like, this week. We're doing a subjunctive at home, and then we're going to come back and go over the exercises from our textbook. Um, And then we're going to continue on in the textbook. We do the exercises together. We, like, are working through things. We're going to hold some debates and stuff. Like, we're going to do things. So you can either choose to do that or like learn with a partner like matt and i learned esperanto together and that we've tried to do with other languages since and it hasn't really worked since esperanto we've had a lot Um, of trouble but we plan this year to be able to do some i think it's just time though it's the thing because we had such like matt's always like i don't know if you can learn with another person but the thing is is we did do it we yeah and it totally worked Um, and we were able to have conversations with each other and still to this day so we've actually we if you watched our like language goals for 2017 and plan video uh podcast we said that we were breaking it up into trimesters for our like partner studying Mm -hmm. so we came up with a new plan we're basically the first and third trimester we're going to be learning the same language but separately and just kind of holding each other accountable and occasionally having conversations Mm -hmm. so like right now it's spanish um, it it was supposed to be arabic but it changed to spanish because arabic like we just don't have time like that requires a bit it's, more commitment it's sad it that we don't have time for, for it because i want time for it but like that's that's a language i think during the summer i'll be able to do yeah it's just now isn't really the time because, for like, us because I need we both do have a background in romance languages yeah. and stuff too so like spanish is a little bit easier to pick up right now mm-hmm. so we're, we're doing spanish and then second trimester we're gonna like actually learn together mm-hmm. like be on the same page in the book and have homework assignments yeah. and that kind of thing um and so since also we're doing Spanish right now, our whole plans for the year might change yeah, for might our budding languages. Um, it was supposed to be Portuguese over the summer, I think, but I think we're going to completely switch things. But Yeah, that that might be But that's what we're Levitin doing instead. Arabic or Icelandic. I don't know which one. Or who knows, it's us. It could be yeah, anything. It was us. Whatever we like, say now could be um, changed within like a month. It, like, we'll probably decide when we get there what we're going to yeah. do, because who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, so, doing, 
like having someone that that's an option to like learning things separately and then having a friend to check in on and see how much they've learned and maybe practice with them also add one is great for that like you've got a whole community of people that literally like watch and see if you're doing things you've got to update yeah. the tracker and say if you've done things that's, um, yeah and that can be scary um but I, I think accountability and well I think also we did we like kind of really pushed ourselves we with did. that one because we both did the whole seven day thing like you pick how many days a week you're going to study for and how long you're going to study for and like Matt even initially I think you said like an hour a day. I said an hour and then Brian Brian Kwong is that his last name yeah um he um he, he was like, are he you sure? Emailed and me like, yes. And was like, Matt, are you sure about 60 minutes a day, every day? And I was like, yeah. And then Matt said yes, and yeah. then got like 20 days into the first month and was like, I'm changing it. Yep, <laughs> um, I think I, did I go down to 45 and then went down to 30? Yeah, I think you initially were like, oh, I'll just cut it down to 45, and then you did end up dropping down to 30 eventually. I had to, it was, um, it was really tough. I, I did 30 every day from the start, because I wanted to give myself some time, but even then, that does cause a burnout. But some people, you could I'm literally like... do one day a week if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but just having that to hold you accountable is really nice. And then there's also, like, the Facebook group of people that, like, if you post and are like, man, I'm having trouble getting ready to there's study, so everyone support. will be like, go Joining study. even, like, polyglot groups on Facebook... Um, yeah, so I'd say find media. a group or tell your friends, even like even if it's not language people, if you have friends that will hold you accountable, mm-hmm. I'd say be like, like go tell your friends like, hello, I'm learning Japanese. Make sure like, and Ask then me like what I even like day. your family or stuff too. If you like tell your like grandmother or something, you're like I'm learning Spanish. Yeah. Chances are then at other family gatherings she'll be like, how is your Spanish coming? And you don't want to let your grandmother down. No, so. you don't. Um, um, also, like, just even, like, italki, like, having a teacher and then maybe wanting to be ready for your next lesson and things, um, just having something to hold you accountable, I think, is good, and it's, I think you can obviously have ways to keep yourself accountable, like, I'm currently got, I'm making a video on what I've just did in my bullet I'm journal excited about for this. my, um, languages soon, and, you know, I could even probably show you guys, um, yeah, I'm making a video about it, but... I've got, like, a tracker for myself now, but also that's only, like, I think it's one step better if you can have someone else to hold you accountable as well. Definitely. Um, um, I, I, have a, I have a friend at school who I believe is a fan of the podcast, and um, currently, yeah, this is, this is so cool. I, I can't wait for this video because I, like, don't know what any of this means on here, but I want to do it in my bullet journal. Um, yeah, I've, I've got other things planned, too, because I just felt like I was kind of losing track of things, yeah. so. Hey, I, I, and I'll come back to that in my other points soon, too, but I'll let you finish. Oh, thank you. First. Yeah, no, I have a friend who um, is a fan of the podcast, and um, she's currently learning ASL, and she's got a, a friend who's deaf, who they, they go out together, and um, the, uh, the, the ASL speaker um, quizzes her in ASL. And, like, mm. they just do it as a friend thing. And so, like, that that's a way she's been able to track her progress. All right, so we were interrupted last time, so that's why we're in new clothes. But, um, so, yeah. And also, that's... we're having Wi-Fi problems. Yeah, so, well, we want to finish this episode, so yeah. <laughs> here we are. Yep. Um, so do you want to move on to the yeah, next thing basically... we were talking about in self-study? Yeah, so basically... We've established self-study shouldn't just be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the next thing that I had is kind of tied to it, and that's, like, making goals. 
for yourself. Definitely. And I mean, you don't technically need other people for that. It helps to hold you accountable. But I'd say just making goals in general is really helpful. Um, making both like long-term goals, like I'd like to be able to get to like a C1 level or something in a language and also short-term goals like by the end of the week I want to be done with this chapter in my book or whatever mm -hmm. definitely and um yeah I had in my notes set goals <laughs> um and my uh my little sub note was is there a test you want to pass a show you want to watch so um Ariel for a little bit I don't I think you're still doing it is like using um a Goethe institute cefr exam as like german motivation and um yeah i'd i'd like to take one but i i just i haven't really done anything about it yeah um it's just kind of been a little too hectic to think about mm. it and i don't know when that like that kind of i was looking at the test dates and they're kind of none of them are really convenient and you might be like there's never going to be a convenient time but like they're all really inconvenient like all the ones that i could because they, they don't do them over the summer, it seems like. Like, really? they stop in June and start up again in September or something. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, there's... the ex And then the exam dates are just, like, things that, like... There's other stuff going on at the same... On the same day or at the same time. Oh, okay. And it's just, like... Like, one of them is in May and it's mm -hmm. during finals week. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't have that, a final that's that... That's not necessary. I don't have a final that day, but, like, it is finals week, mm -hmm. so I'd be, like, going to finals and no, then yeah. also have a CEFR exam. Yeah. Um, and then the one in June <laughs> collides with, like, other important, like, personal stuff for me. Like, it's on the same day as, like, a personal event that I can't really skip to go do that, mm -hmm. most likely. So, yeah, it's, there's just a lot <laughs> going on. That's all good. And it's only once a month, mm -hmm. and it's kind of inconvenient yeah so, so like a lot of i mean obviously learning a language isn't necessarily convenient a lot of the time you got to make a lot of stuff work for you um but this is where i would totally recommend a resource like italki where you have a plethora of teachers at your disposal um and you can go through and find someone whose schedule works with yours um and prices are it italki is very inexpensive in regards to typical tutoring programs and uh, services and so I, we aren't sponsored by them, but I just, I'm a big fan. And I actually have a, as I was saying yesterday, um, now today's the day I have a uh, Spanish lesson tonight. And I just scheduled one in German for the middle of the week. And I was looking to schedule one in French. So I've got, I'm going to try to start using italki to keep up with my languages. But um, yeah, in terms of self-study, there's no such thing as self-study really. Um, you you are in charge of getting the information of the language into your head, but then other people need to speak with you in order to ensure that you can produce the language naturally. Um, conversation is the, the crux of it most of the time, depending on what your goal is in the language, obviously. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Um, no, I mean, I, I like, <laughs> I talkie just like as a college student, like that is expensive for me. <laughs> like, because it, it's inexpensive for like one lesson, but then like it adds up really fast. And so I like yeah, can't. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm more of the like, I'll pay for the one book and then I can't put any more money down after that. Yeah, so like, like it's like a one and done thing, earlier. which really a language shouldn't be. Um, and I think you need to know that going in. But it's just not an option currently. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but like... I like, I'm saving that money to like, because since I've got the plan, the trip planned to go to France and Germany, I, I'm saving that money for two weeks of intensive speaking. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess I just like, my, my theory is I want to be able to speak before I go there and not have to like have that hump to climb over. Um, oh no, I definitely do too, but I just, I mean, I guess I'm getting lucky because French, I mean, I've got, I like speak, mm -hmm. um. But do you speak with people uh, often? Yeah, once a week at least now. Okay. Um, and then with German, I guess I'll just start making you speak with me. I'm always soon. offering and you don't want me to. It's because I haven't studied German a while. <laughs> um, no, yeah, see, so I guess I'm lucky. Like, I don't actually have to pay because mm -hmm. I've got access to people. Um, but just in general i like italki it's just like it adds up really fast it's definitely yeah, true it's not something you should right do now. every week every day but doing um i'm envious of the people that are like italki lesson every single day or yeah. whatever but i just i can't it's also it I, i've talked about this in previous podcasts it takes a lot of energy out of people like me who if you're not that comfortable in a language when people are throwing a lot of it at me i get very um it drains me almost, and I think it might have to do with being an introvert and just interacting with people in general. Um, sorry. Um, but, it might, it, yeah, it might have to do with my, like, introvertedness and, like, the, the interaction with the stranger for me is very um, odd and draining and taxing on me. And I know a, a lot of polyglots are introverted, but a lot at the same time are extroverted and talking to people is just their forte, and they can go up to people in the street and not be worried about what they're going to say uh, or like what they get wrong but then I'm not one of those people and so yeah I, again it's very I think we were talking about this uh, earlier in the episode it's very trial and error mm -hmm. seeing what works for you seeing what works for other people giving it a shot really it's swing and miss swing and miss and eventually you'll hit something that works yeah, I think a tip for self-study is being flexible at flexible. first, like, because it is self-study, so, like, you can really adapt it to be for you, and things that other people do won't necessarily work for you. There's definitely been things that polyglots have said, like, is the method that, like, worked so well for them, like, they'd never learned anything, like, like at this pace mm -hmm. or whatever because of this technique, and I've tried it, and it just hasn't worked yeah. at all. Like, I've learned nothing, mm -hmm. like, much slower than I usually would. So it's definitely about finding things, trying to adapt them to you. Maybe they don't work at all. Maybe you find something you like a lot, and then even maybe that works for one language but not another one. So I think you just have to be really flexible, at least at first. Um, and I mean the whole way, too, because you need to adapt as you, like, get higher in definitely. the language level. But Speaking I, of I think adapting. just being willing to try a ton of things and, like, figure out what works best for you. Yeah, speaking of adapting, um, I just got a notification from Passion for Dreaming, and it, uh, the video is Learn Like a Chameleon. So I, I think well, I think that's very relevant um, to adapt to your situation as you change, because you will progress in a language, and eventually materials will become too easy for you. Um, but of course, this takes time and progress. Um, and you need to trust the process. You need to trust the fact that it's not a one-and-done deal and that it is going to take time and effort. And, you know, some people waking up really early in the morning helps. People like Ollie Richard, Richards, he wakes up at around, um, I want to say, 5 in the morning to study Cantonese. 
And this does not work for Abigail because she's not a morning person, but for me, it would work. Because I like to get up, get my tea, and I'll listen to a podcast in a language, or I'll just listen to music. I'll read a bit of my book. Matt and I are, like, hilariously different sleep schedule-wise. Like, mm-hmm. he, like, is up super early in the morning. and Like, it's basically like in. we live in two different time zones, just, like, based on our texting. Like, it's almost as if we're in yeah, two I different know. time zones just because of the hours that we keep... Because then he's like asleep by like nine, yeah. and I'm I am up till at least midnight usually. And I can't do that. And then, and like I could never wake up as early as Matt does. I I've done it obviously, mm. but I don't. I'm like a mess when I wake up early. <laughs> oh. Like genuinely, like I I just like can't function when I'm up early. I'm like this walking zombie creature thing. Like gen- like people laugh about that and joke, but like it's genuinely a thing for me. Like my brain just it's doesn't really work. True. Um and then if I drink coffee I get like anxiety. So it's like it's just a disaster. Like then then I'm like still half awake mm-hmm. but I'm like my heart's like <laughs> oh. so but um yeah, I, I do not know how much more I have to add to this topic. Um, do you have any anything else that you've written down that you want to get to? Yeah, the other thing I had was finding, um, I guess this kind of goes with being flexible, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's kind of a different thing. But just like finding like a well-rounded amount of resources, oh, because I, I think I a lot this. of people find like either one website they like, or one book they like, or one audio course they like, and so they stick with it, like they only use Pimsleur ever, or like yeah. they have like a book that's like um like learn chinese or whatever and they're only using that book or something mm-hmm. or like they're using duolingo to learn a language or something and all those resources can be great um and like i like pimsleur i like duolingo i like a lot of the books that i own but the problem is is you can't use just one of no, them exactly um like i think you definitely need to have like Something that teaches you reading, something that teaches you writing, something that teaches you listening, something that teaches you speaking. Mm -hmm. And while a lot of books try and do all four, I think you still need other things on the side um, to help you. Like, I think you do need more than one resource, at least, for things. Um, Whether it's, like, having a speaking partner and having, like, a workbook or something. Just, like, you need a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, because only using one resource isn't going to teach you as much. Definitely. I, I have written down, do not use one resource, do not overdo it. Because you can go to, you, there's a two-way path here. There's getting two little resources and using one, and then there's buying everything under the sun and not knowing what to use. You've definitely been in that position. I've been, in, I've been in both, but mainly the buying everything yeah. under the sun and not knowing what to use. Yeah, I feel like we're different there because, like I said, I like to try and be like, I've got one book, I don't need to buy anything else. And then, like, I've I've learned now that I need to be willing to buy at least a few resources for yeah, languages. definitely. Um, and I also now know what it's like. Like, I've also been lucky in the past to have really good resources, so I don't actually need that many. Mm-hmm. But then after studying Bulgarian, I know what it's like to not have anywhere near enough resources. Mm-hmm and not have many options like i have i think three or four bulgarian i've just noticed how books. like pronounced my beard is becoming <laughs> and i had like an audio course and stuff but like i was having a hard time finding good resources and i think that's when i realized like that you really do need a wide variety because i wasn't getting enough out of one mm-hmm. resource so i needed to like get other ones and then i was having a hard time finding those other ones and it was yeah. just kind of proving how much you need multiple things 
like there were so many times too that I wished that there was something like Duolingo or a better memorized course or something for Bulgarian because just having something quick and fun to do mm. instead of only textbook readings was something that I was really wishing for. Um, like I think that's something you shouldn't underestimate either. Like having like even if you don't think Duolingo is that great because it doesn't like it, it doesn't teach you enough. Yeah. And I'm gonna admit that you can't learn a language just using Duolingo. Mm. Um, but just, like sometimes just so you, know. you need something on top of a textbook mm -hmm. just to like have something relaxing and nice to do. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. There's having your intensive. Uh, oh, what what is this? There's a topic a lot of polygons have been talking about recently called extensive versus intensive. Mm. And um, someone we know recently just made a video on this. I should maybe go look it up. Because I don't want to get it wrong, but I, I'm going to say it has to do with this argument because there's your intensive textbook, and then the, I wouldn't say like Duolingo is extensive, but I'd say something like Memorize could be, um, or Anki. Something much more that doesn't use as much like brain processing, essentially. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like this is a topic we're definitely going to come back to because there's much more we're going to want, going to want to add to the argument and just this topic of self-study. But joining a community on Facebook of like polyglot or just language learners is very helpful for motivation and seeing other people's progress because it's very, it's very much helpful to see that other people have done it as well and that you're not alone going through this process. Why are you yawning? It's 1 p.m. I need more tea. But yeah, um, knowing that you're not alone is very important. Oh no, now you're yawning. We're not, we're not. Okay, I'm actually exhausted. We're though, not this so. boring, I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm just really tired of you Oh, guys. I just noticed we have the Polyglot Progress logo on the video twice. <laughs> We have, oh, I noticed We that. have the microphone and then the logo on the left. Oh, I should probably change that. I, it's too late now. <laughs> nice. Oh. Very classy. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Um, and yeah, this is this, is this our first video podcast? Yeah. We're, yes. So like, like we've been saying. We've taken your, your considerations to heart and we are now doing video, although... Hopefully next time we record a podcast, we'll have enough time to do it all in one sitting. Yep. Um, the past two podcasts have been interrupted. And it's been very frustrating. Um, but also, we've made progress with getting the podcast on iTunes. We aren't there yet, but I finally figured out how to do it. Um, so I think it's currently under review, and then I will keep you guys updated. And what I think I'll be doing is, like, uh, I think I'll try every day getting another one up there until we're caught up, and then it'll become a weekly thing like the podcast. Um, on YouTube. And we'll still upload them here because this is where you get the video. Um, but then we'll have just the audio over there. So, uh, yeah. That's exciting. Um, do we have any other news, Polyglot Progress-wise? You have anything going on um, you want to share? I mean, I think we gave news kind of at the beginning. I know. A, a whole um, day has passed, though, so. More than a whole day. We've been, like, waiting to record this. I know. Yeah, this we, was We Wednesday, started recording on Tuesday. Tuesday? No, it was Tuesday, oh 
and it's currently Saturday, just so you all know. Like, we, we've been waiting, and I've been waiting to get another chance for my roommates to be gone, yeah. and also to be able to talk to Matt, because the hours have been weird, but... Mm-hmm. Like we said, he was to bed really early, and he's been really tired, so he's been going to bed at, like, 8. Yeah. So, every time my roommates leave, I'm, like, sleeping. Matt's asleep. So, we haven't had any time to, like, actually record in silence I until know. now. It's crazy. Because also, I don't want to be like, roommates, be quiet while I record this podcast about languages. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They'd be like, uh... What? <laughs> um, oh, you should get your roommate though that like sings in Czech to come in, the opera singer. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I have a sweet mate like that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to suggest as a recommendation, um, the podcast, uh, that we did. Oh, our podcast. A while ago, it was one of the first podcasts I think. Um, that is about classroom versus self-study language. oh i think this is episode three um, i'll go check so if you enjoyed this podcast you can listen to our thoughts on which one is better and basically watch me have an existential crisis yep. um yeah it was a good it time it truly happens i'm i'm just looking up and what episode that was yeah other than that i don't have anything else to add to the podcast uh that was episode four learning oh uh, self-study versus classroom learning so, yes, yeah, so that's I'm going to just one. recommend that to everyone. And then we also have episode seven, which is quality versus quantity in language learning. And in which we talk about, we have episode eight, which is preferred methods of language learning. We've got, we've got some other stuff on this topic. Are you just going to recommend every so podcast? We, we like, run this podcast, podcast called Polyglot Progress Podcast, and we talk about <laughs> language learning tips and advice um, and our experiences uh, there, thereof, thereon. They're about. I guess another news thing. We said we were trying to come back. We have been making very big steps um, to doing this. We were started out with one video a week, yeah. and then we were going to move to two, one being the podcast, one being a video, and then hopefully move to three videos a week. Yeah. Um, so we've made really good progress with this, and it looks like we'll be f- all the way back up to three probably within the next month. Yep. We're doing pretty good. So, I do have my German exchange partner so visiting. The podcast and yeah, but we're gonna like pre-make things. Yeah, hopefully. exactly. And we're gonna be live so. streaming more because everybody loved that live stream, and so hopefully sometimes. Yeah, comment down below also the topics. best times for best live streams. times for live streaming. Obviously, it'll depend on when we can yeah. live stream. <laughs> I think it um, will probably be good. But whenever you guys are available for live streams let us know yeah because i felt bad everyone was like why we weren't given enough warning let us know next time and i was like i'm sorry uh i will say that if i live stream it'll probably be tuesdays or fridays Mm -hmm. with a possibility of wednesdays um yeah, you can pretty much safely guess that I'll probably live stream on one of those days, because that's when I don't have classes as much, and my roommates also have class. So, I'll be able to live stream for a good, like, hour or yeah. so. Nice. I, uh, I could do it any day, to be honest. I'll try to come up with a real good schedule. Don't worry. We'll keep you guys posted. Um... Right. And yeah, so if you have anything specific you'd like to see, any podcast topics you'd like us to cover next time, please do comment down below and subscribe for more podcasts and polyglot goodness. And remember, 
right? Practice, Practice makes, makes progress. progress. Wow, we kind of got off. through the lag to say it. That was good. Okay. Thank you guys for watching. Bye. Bye.